guys with directions. Never eat soggy waffles. To start off our episode today, we are playing a direction game. Grab a compass and let's go. We're going to give you a starting location and an ending location. Can you guys tell us what direction you need to travel in order to get there? For example, if I said you were at the North Pole and you needed to go to the South Pole, what direction would you need to go? South. Easy enough, right? Well, let's try it. First, we have Templeton, the rat from Charlotte's Web here in America. He wants to go visit his cousin Remy the rat in France. What direction does he need to travel to get there? East. Okay, now we have Paddington Bear who lives in London. He wants to go meet up with his friend Baloo the bear in India. Then they're going to pick up their other friend, Ko, the Kung Fu master in China. What direction will Paddington be traveling? East! Okay, next we have the Deer Pioneers. They're traveling from Nauvoo, Illinois and walking all the way to Salt Lake City, Utah. What way are they heading? West. Okay, this one's tricky. We have Anne Shirley who lives on Prince Edward Island in Canada. She wants to visit another female book character friend of hers, Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Which direction would Anne need to travel to get to Dorothy? Hint, it's actually two directions. Southwest. Okay, now we have Moana who lives in Polynesia. She is going to go on a voyage and sail to see her friend Lilo in the Hawaiian Islands. Which direction does Moana need to sail to go from Polynesia to Hawaii? North! Okay, last one. Nephi and his family are leaving Jerusalem and sailing to a new land of promise, which we later find out is somewhere in the Americas. Which general direction would Nephi and his family need to head in order to land in America from Jerusalem? West! The reason we're talking about directions today is because in this week's reading in the Book of Mormon, we're reading about a super cool compass that's given to Lehi's family while they're in the wilderness. Let's transport you back to their tents and you can see what I'm talking about. Oh, it's a beautiful morning, Shariah. Huh, what is this? It is beautiful. Come and see, Sariah. What have you found, Lehi? Look! Why, it's a gold ball. Is it a gift from Ishmael? No, Sariah. It's a round ball of very curious workmanship. 
Why, it's a gift from the Lord, I believe. From the Lord? Why has the Lord given us a ball of gold? Look inside, Soraya. Look, there are two needles. This one points in a southern direction. Perhaps that is the way we shall go in the wilderness. It is a wondrous gift, Lehi. A gift from the Lord to tell us which way we must go. Father, Father, I heard you speaking. What have you found? Come here and see, Nephi. A gold ball. It's beautiful. It has two needles. See how this one points to the south? We will go south. But where did you get this ball, Father? No man could have made this thing. Last night, the Lord spoke to me. He said, on the morrow, you will take up your journey, and I will lead your way. Then this is the Lord's compass. Yes, Nephi. This is a gift from God to tell us in which direction we should travel. I know. We shall call it the Leahona. Yes, the Leahona, the director. Praise be to the Lord for this most exquisite compass. That's crazy. Can you imagine if you opened your door and this super cool metal ball was sitting there to give you directions? That would be pretty neat. As they journeyed through the wilderness, the Liahona led the family to the more fertile parts of the land. So that way the family always had plenty of food and water. When they kept the commandments, the Liahona worked. It led them to food and safety. But when they argued and disobeyed, it stopped working. The Lord would guide them when they chose the right. And it's the same for us today. When we keep the commandments, the Lord guides us. What has Heavenly Father given us today that guides us back to Him? The scriptures, prophets and apostles, the church, bishops, primary teachers, patriarchal blessings, general conference, parents, prayer, and the Holy Ghost. That's right. Can you think about a time when you guys had to make a difficult or an important decision? How did the Lord guide you? One time I auditioned for a play. The director said, The boy in this show swears. Do any of you have a problem with swearing? I didn't want to say those words. I was nervous. But I raised my hand. I didn't get the part, but I was glad I stood up for what I believed. When I lived in Hong Kong, a lot of kids didn't go to church. One day, a really good friend of mine invited me to his birthday party. It was on Sunday. I chose to go to church instead, and I felt really happy about my decision. Even though it can be hard, I will always keep the Sabbath day holy. It's game time! Welcome to the Golden Wilderness Archery Games! We have three bow and arrows that you can choose from. Let me describe them to you, and you can pick which one you'd like to use. Bow number one is a simple wooden U-shaped bow, and the feathers decorating the end of the arrows are red. Bow number two is a wooden M-shaped bow with a metal grip in the center and a metal emblem on the top of the bow. It also has carved decorative swirls along the bow. Bow number three is a wooden U-shaped bow. This one has a leather-wrapped grip in the middle of it. The feathers decorating the end of the arrows are white. Do you choose bow number one, number two, or number three? 
All right, archers, to your shooting stalls. Time to meet your mentors. If you chose bow number one, your coach is Robin Hood. Here is his advice to you. Is this the right position when aiming? Keep your chin up. I think that bow is a little bit too big. <laughs> Don't worry, you'll grow into it, young man. I'm not sure they can do this. Aha, but remember, faint hearts never won. Fear not, my friends. Gee, thanks for all your advice. I only wish I could do more. If you chose bow number two, your coach is Princess Merida. Here is her advice to you. I am Merida, Princess of Dumbroch, and I'm very pleased to meet you. Oh, wow, you're like the best archer ever. You needn't be all a quiver. It's just me, Merida. Well, Princess, I'm Isaac, and this is my listener friend. I know I'm a princess, but please call me Merida. What clan are you from? I've never seen you before. Um, the Come Follow Me Kids clan? I've never seen clothes like that before. You're not from Scotland, are you? Is what we're wearing okay for archery? It's amazing! Do you like archery? It's my favorite. We sure do! Today's our first competition. I think it might soon be time for a bit of target practice. Okay, listener friends, are you ready? Make up your mind. Are we playing or not? Oh, we're playing. Okay, ready to shoot a bow and arrow? Oh, watch out! There's a bear in the bushes over there! Oh, I can't lose focus like that or I'll never win. Okay, try again. Shoot another arrow. Bullseye! That was brilliant. Let's do it again. Shoot. It's time to go to the competition. It's starting soon. If you chose bow number three, your coaches move on. Here is her advice to you. Hello, I'm Mulan. It's nice to meet you. Oh. Hi, I'm Isaac, and this is my listener friend. Hello there. Wait, you're not a hun, are you? Huh? Of course not. We're here for the archery competition. It's great to see you here. It's nice to meet a friendly face. So, what advice or coaching do you have for us? Okay, I just need a plan. And that plan will be... <sighs> I don't know. Don't worry, we'll figure it out. I hope. I guess you're as anxious as I am. So what's your advice for us? A good warrior is gentle and tough. Opposites in balance. Okay, let's try a test shot so you can give us some pointers. Find the balance. Don't lose focus. Bullseye! Amazing! Your advice worked! I can't believe that worked. Really? Hey, I'm making this up as I go. Well, it's working. This will bring honor to the Fa family. Let's see. What should I try next? Let's try another shot. Focus. Just like in Another bullseye. <laughs> Things seem to be going well. Really well. Now let's go kick some butt. Let the games begin. It's time. <laughs> Archers, to your mark! Aye, archers, to, to your mark! And may the lucky arrow find its target. Hey, <laughs> get on with it! Archers, take your positions. Ready, aim, fire! Ready, aim, fire! Ready, aim, fire! And the winner is Archer number two. 
Congratulations! <laughs> this is brilliant! I must say I'm a wee bit proud of myself. Okay, okay, enough fun and games. Think about this. What if your only way of obtaining food was with a bow and an arrow? I watched a lot of survival shows, and that would be so tough. Agreed. Let's head back to the wilderness and see how Lehi's family is handling that. did I hear, Nephi? My bow just snapped in two, Sam. Your steel bow? Yes. Ah, that's all we need. We haven't seen an animal for days. Let's go tell Father the bad news. Father, I've broken my bow. The one made of steel? I'm afraid so, Father. Where's the meat you were supposed to bring back, Nephi? We didn't see anything, Lehman. Oh, that's fine. We've been led out here in this desert to starve to death? This is what the Lord led us out of Jerusalem for? To starve? We haven't had meat for a week. You broke your bow doing what, Nephi? Practicing. Our women and children are hungry, Nephi. I know, Father. Laman and Lemuel, why don't you take your bows and kill meat for us? Our bows have lost their tension. This is a fine time for the Lord to forsake us. Just when we're tired and hungry... We should never have left our home and our riches, our friends, and our land. Do you admit that now, Father? Why the Lord has forsaken us, I do not know, Laman. I'm sorry for the loss of my bow, but we must not harden our hearts against our God. Rather, let us humble ourselves before the Lord and exert our faith that we may find food for our families. We still have our slings with which we can throw stones, and I shall make a new bow out of wood. Come on, let's show our faith unto God. Father, where shall I look for game? Look at the Liahona and tell me where to hunt. The Lord forgive me for my doubts, Nephi. I'll ask the Lord. Come, let's kneel together. Did you guys notice how Nephi reacted when his bow broke? Nephi was probably as hungry as everybody else, but he reacted differently. Instead of sulking about it, he decided to do something about it. He carved a new bow out of wood and made arrows from straight sticks. He made a sling and found stones for it. Instead of murmuring, Nephi got to work on a solution. And even though his own dad, Lehi, was a little bit hangry, Nephi knew he was still a prophet. So Nephi asked Lehi where to go to hunt for food. With the Lord's help, Nephi was able to get food for everyone. The accident of his broken bow was definitely a problem, but he found a way to solve it and the Lord helped him. So, what do you guys do when your bow breaks? When your plans don't work out? When something's broken? Or when life is hard? We can't expect the Lord to solve our problems for us if we don't act. Like Nephi, we need to work on a solution, seeking the Lord's direction and help. That's right. And if we learn anything from Laman and Lemuel here, it's that sulking and complaining doesn't help. Jeffrey R. Holland has said, no misfortune is so bad that whining about it won't make it worse. Even during hard times, there's always something positive you can do. Based on past experience, Nephi knew the Lord could help his family find food. So he asked his father to ask God for help. We should also seek the Lord's help. He can guide and bless us in our efforts. Hard things may happen to us, but the next time it does, remember Nephi and his bow. There's always something you can do. 
and the Lord will bless you as you try. Okay, let's get back to the wilderness. So Lehi's family started being righteous again. They were following the Liahona. They traveled eastward for a long time. And during that time, the women gave birth to children in the wilderness. And the Lord blessed them to be strong. And after eight years, Lehi's family arrived at a beautiful place by the sea. It had lots of fruit and honey. And they called the place Bountiful. you doing, Nephi? Well, I'm making a fire, Lemuel. But I thought we were to have no fires. And so the Lord commanded. But now the Lord commands us to build a fire. Will you help Sam bring the ore? We will melt it. You are quite the treasure hunter, Nephi. Oh, not I, Lemuel. The Lord showed me where to find this ore. What have you made here, Nephi? It's a bellows. Look, Layman, a bellows. I haven't seen one of those for years, eight years to be exact. That bellows, a fire, metal ore. What are you going to make, Nephi? Oh, tools, Lemuel, tools. What for? With your help, with everyone's help, we will build a ship to carry us to the promised land. <laughs> a ship? Did you hear that, Layman? <laughs> Nephi has suddenly become an expert in shipbuilding. Not I, Lemuel. The Lord has shown me the manner in which it is to be built. The Lord is the expert. I am just his servant. There, Sam. We have finished all the tools we will need. Now, Layman and Lemuel, will you help Zoram and Sam cut trees for timber? Lemuel, our brother, is a fool. I can't believe you're so deceived, Sam, thinking Nephi can build a ship. He's never even sailed in a ship before, much less built one. If you think I'm going to break my back cutting down trees, you're mad. What did I tell you, Nephi? You can't construct a ship. Stick to your dreaming. You're just like our father Lehi, the visionary man. Cannot the Lord work a miracle and show us how to build a ship? Why doesn't the Lord divide these waters? Let us walk to the promised land on dry ground like he did for Moses. The Lord has given you a Moses, a prophet to lead you to the promised land. Now who is that? You, Nephi? Our father Lehi is a prophet of God. He has led us away from the bondage which will shortly come upon Jerusalem. He has led us safely through the wilderness. The Lord has shown us miracles. Well, he gave us the Liahona to direct our path. And he has nourished us and made our food sweet like manna. Lemuel, will we tolerate such talk from our younger brother? He thinks he's so smart. Let's take him down and drown him in the ocean. Let's take him, Layman. We should have done it years ago. Here. <laughs> In the name of the Almighty God, I command you that ye touch me not, for I am filled with the power of God even unto the consuming of my flesh. You shall no more murmur against your father, neither against your God, but you will help build the ship which the Lord hath commanded. And if you do not, you shall wither like a dried reed. Nephi, stretch forth thy hand unto thy brethren. They shall not wither before thee, but I will shock them. And this I will do, that they may know that I am the Lord their God. Once 
Once the Lord shocked Laman and Lemuel through Nephi, Laman and Lemuel repented. They believed the Lord was with Nephi. They helped Nephi build the boat according to the Lord's directions. Nephi didn't know how to build a boat, so he relied on instruction from the Lord. Heavenly Father can help us do hard things, just as he helped Nephi. Nephi kept working, even when his brothers made fun of him. Hi. Do you guys have any stories about how Heavenly Father has helped you do hard things, just as he helped Nephi? Hi, my name is Esther. I'm nine years old. At school, once I had to take a really big test that I had never done at the end of the year. And so, the day before the big test, I prayed to Heavenly Father and asked Him if He could help me get a good grade on my test. And I got a good grade on my test, and that's how Heavenly Father has helped me. Hi, my name is Nash, and I'm four years old. And one time I prayed for a toy that I couldn't find, and I found the toy that I was looking for. Hi, my name is Millie, and I'm six years old, and I live in Washington, and there's a boy in my class who keeps picking on me, and Heavenly Father helped me with all of his mean words, and he actually helped me be brave whenever um, he was like really being mean to me. Hi, my name is Mace, and I'm 13 years old, and I'm, I live in Texas. I've prayed before a star test, and I felt Heavenly Father's love to help me with it. I am on a competitive swim team. One time during a swim meet on my last race, I started to feel really nervous. I talked to my mom and even after doing that, I still wasn't really sure of what I should do. I had worked really hard to train for this particular race and my team depended on me. So I said a prayer and afterward, I still felt a little nervous, but I felt really good about going forward in the racing event. I was able to do my race. I know that the Lord has helped me to- Hi, I'm Hi and Jay and I'm four years old and I live at Texas. How did Heavenly Father help you do hard things? Um, by cleaning up Joseph. And it came to pass that they did put forth into the sea and were driven before the wind towards the promised land. And after they had been driven before the wind for many days, the brothers Laman and Lemuel and also the sons of Ishmael took their wives and began to dance and sing, becoming rude and vulgar. <laughs> Jonah was in the belly of a whale for three days. The Lord has put us in the belly of Nephi's ship for who knows how many days. Yes, how many days, Nephi, are we to remain in the belly of your whale? <laughs> Speak, O Nephi! Tell us thy displeasure! Come, let us dance before our God! Listen to me, you who mock the Lord. Do you wish to be swallowed up by the sea? No, by a whale. <laughs> Laman, Lemuel, and you sons of Ishmael, why do you tempt the Lord your God? Even now I fear a storm is gathering upon the sea which will destroy us all unless we repent. We do not need to repent. 
We need to be rid of Nephi and then return to Jerusalem before we perish in this ocean. Yes, perish in this ship which our foolish brother built in order to destroy us. Humble yourself before God's anger descends upon us. We will not allow our younger brother to rule over us, will we? No. No. Here's some cords. Bind his arms and legs. There. Now, Nephi, call upon your God and ask him to release you. Laman, have you so soon forgotten the power of the Lord? Do you not remember that the Lord loosed my hands from your cords once before? Bind his tongue also, so that he cannot speak to his God. Stop it. Stop it. You bind him too tightly. Go away, woman. Now, Nephi, you are helpless. Beg for our forgiveness. Release him. Release my husband. The cords are too tight. Away, woman. Why are Laman and Lemuel and the sons of Ishmael acting wickedly? Don't they know the Leahona can only direct them if they're faithful and obedient? Laman, release Nephi. Go away, Zoram, before we bind you with cords also. Laman, the Leahona has stopped working. We no longer know which way to steer the ship. Well, I'll tell you which way. Turn the ship around. Release him. Go away, I said. Do we lower the sails, Laman? I don't know. You had better decide what to do. These clouds look dark and dangerous. Come on, lead us. Nephi knows what to do, Laman. Release him. No! What are you going to do then? Perish in the water? Leave the sails up and turn the ship around. Do you see that swarm? It's driving the ship backwards. The wind is so bad, the ship might Nephi. Oh, your hands are so swollen. Oh, my darling. Oh, my love. What are you doing here? Oh, release my husband. Release him now. He's been tied up for three days. Go away. You're not supposed to come near him. Release him, Lemuel. Go away, I said. His hands and feet are swollen and bleeding. Release him now. Layman, we had better release Nephi. God is angry. The ways are monstrous. No, Lemuel. You're crazy, man. I shall release Nephi. No, Lemuel! Leave me alone. We will all drown. You are mad, Laman. Release Nephi. All right. Release him. Then we'll see if this storm ceases or not. Nephi, stop this storm before we are drowned in the sea. Oh, my most merciful Lord. I, thy humble servant Nephi, rejoice in thy mercy. Thou hast heard my prayers. Oh, look, the compass points in, in that direction. Come, we shall repair the sails and go on to the promised land. I wonder how much longer it will be before we see land. We have been on the sea nearly a year now, Mother. So many days. We probably won't know how to walk on land anymore. <laughs> how exciting it will be, though, to relearn how to walk on land. Especially the promised land. A land choice above all others. Land ahead! Land ahead! Land ahead! Look! Land, Mother. They see land. Come, Nephi. We'll go see the promised land.
And it came to pass that they did arrive at the promised land. And they did till the earth and plant the seeds that they had brought from the land of Jerusalem. And they found beasts in the forest of every kind, and they found all kinds of metals, gold, silver, and copper. And behold, the Lord did bless them with abundance. They finally made it to the promised land. Was the journey easy? No. Family members disagreed. Bows broke. People struggled. But whenever the family faced problems or tasks that seemed impossible, Nephi remembered the Lord is never far away. He knew that God nourishes the faithful and strengthens them and provides means whereby they can accomplish the thing which he has commanded them. Nephi is a great example of what good people do when bad things happen. We may not live in tents in the wilderness or have to build boats to cross the ocean, but our journey through life can be just as hard as it was for Nephi's family, just in different modern ways. Remember, when you have challenges, the Lord will help you. When you are faithful, he will send the Holy Ghost to guide and strengthen you. When you have a problem, if you work, he will work with you. That's a promise. That's all we have for this week. We would love for you to tell a friend about this podcast. Maybe you can sing while you do it. It makes it better when you sing. Thanks for listening and until next time. Stay